0: The Vigan House podcast is sponsored by Snaps by Snook Photography. Want some nice headshots? Know some lovebirds who just got engaged and need some photos? Contact us at Hayden Snook on Instagram or at Snaps by Snook on Facebook. We'll capture your moment anytime, anywhere.
1: friends, my name is Spike Saltzer, and this is the Bacon House Podcast, and yes, where thoughts turn into banter. As always, I'm joined by my brotato chips, Hayden Snook and Kyle Bargo. For this episode, we will be exploring music. However, unlike a recent episode that we recorded that was based on just our favorite movies, we'll be diving a little bit deeper, discussing our opinions on a new global phenomenon also, mumble rapping, and just discussing music in general. But... Before we get into it, it's time to do our favorite segment which took several hours to name. What's new with you guys? Bargo.
2: It did take a very long time to name. So, what's new with me? I joined a kickball league. So, hey. <laughs> yeah. Pittsburgh has a thing called the PSL, which is the Pittsburgh Sports League, and they offer a wide variety of different like intramural type sports for anyone in the in the greater Allegheny Pittsburgh area. So, uh, it's funny how this even came to be, because on Saturday, we were out in Southside, and one of the people in our group we were hanging around with knows someone in marketing, and they were both completely drunk, and she said, oh, you should join our kickball league. And we were all there, we're like, oh, yeah, let's do the kickball league. So now we're all in a kickball league. So I'm really, I'm really excited. <laughs> I'm, re- <laughs> I'm really excited to get to know all these people that also work for UPMC. <laughs> and and how great we're gonna be at kickball together it Dude, sounds like kickball
0: though it's it sounds like Margo <laughs> made a few men, too many drinks decision yeah. you know
2: i really wasn't that bad but once everyone else hopped on board i had to also get on board peer pressure it is the best isn't it but i have not played kickball since probably elementary school <laughs> middle school yeah like kickball is so much fun it is fun. I feel like that would be like, so there's a lot of people uh, in our group that do volleyball. And then some people do softball. Obviously, based on my track record, I don't know if I want to do baseball or softball. And I definitely don't want to do volleyball because I hated volleyball. Is, in, it, in is it volleyball
1: on Monday night?
2: Volleyball, on, yeah,
1: yeah. <laughs> you remember that? I was like, "Please tell me you remember yeah. that." Yeah,
2: I do remember that. With your you neighbor, Joe Jan. <laughs> it not volleyball on Monday night. It is. It's gonna be kickball, I think, on Tuesday evening. So we're ah. gonna have to. We're gonna have to factor that into, to like figuring out when we can record and stuff. But I'm excited to let you guys know what our team name is. If I like everyone, if I'm decent, I'm just hoping I don't strike out. If I don't go over thirty one with like twenty nine strikeouts, I'll be really happy. I'm hoping
1: this is like uber competitive kickball, something we've never seen before. <laughs> like
0: super professional.
1: <laughs> like like you have positions. Everybody can't like like you might be left field the first week and you
2: can't leave that. Like it's super just. Oh, I'm really hoping it is.
0: You're I just gonna hope run people into the Bryce of kickball.
2: What's that? Yeah, you remember how in gym class we couldn't do like the you couldn't like bounce it at all. It had to just be a straight roll. Yes. I hope that, like, you're allowed to, like, you could throw, like, a splitter. <laughs> like, I hope there's just all sorts of ridiculous kickball throwing techniques.
1: You're going to learn a lot, I can tell, though. I am. <laughs>
0: you're you, going to learn how to roll a curveball.
1: I'm hoping, real quick, Hayden, then you can, you can uh, do what's new with you. I'm hoping that there's a catcher in this, and they actually give signs to the pitcher.
0: <laughs> i think bargo disappeared for a second I think he
1: did too i was like uh, nobody's laughing
0: this is bad <laughs> i'm done oh, so i guess no, I will is talk he, about... he's,
1: he's coughing right now he's sick everybody he's coughing all right hey what's new with you we'll give time for him to recuperate
0: okay so coming up within the next week there's a new wrestling promotion if you don't know i'm a big wwe guy uh but a new wrestling promotion that's actually giving vince mcmahon and his fellow wrestling company a little bit of new competition called aew or all elite wrestling and it started by dusty Rhodes' son cody rhodes cody yeah so it's, <laughs> it's just like do you actually know who cody is
1: yeah no i i used to be i, no, I used to be using the wwe as a when i was a kid yeah
0: i was i was just shocked that you were like cody, yeah, cody. <laughs> no i don't remember cody rhodes yeah, but he start, he's starting this and he's got really big names. He's got like Chris Jericho. He's got Kenny Omega who's known around the world. He's got a bunch of former WWE people and TNA and all those other wrestling promotions and they're actually there's a lot of hype behind it and they got a TV deal and they have a pay-per-view with uh I think it's DAZN or how do you say that?
1: I have no idea. It, DAZN.
0: Yeah, something it's some I new network no DAZN we'll I, I forget is. what it is. I think it's that network I think. Don't quote me on it. But it's looking like they'll actually give Vince a run for his money and I'm happy about that because it'll push WWE to make better storylines cuz right now they freaking suck. Do that. It's bad. Like it, it I like I don't want to watch like tonight right now it raw on I just don't like usually I have it in the corner on my phone here and I'll be watching but I'm just not into it right now. It's just, and they're losing viewers at a rapid p- pace. And they, last week they had the lowest raw ratings ever at this time of year. So really, yeah, it's really bad.
2: Huh. WWE died whenever John Cena left.
0: John Cena hasn't left.
2: Okay, that that's a bigger problem because John Cena should have gone a long time Whoa, ago. he's my guy. How old is John Cena? Forty.
1: Damn, he's my birthday actually yeah
0: april 23rd
1: oh man see when i love wwe he was in his prime um so when i started watching wwe it was when him and edge had that rivalry
0: and all yeah so i I, had the live sex celebration do you remember that
1: the live sex, and then i remember um what was it one of them was partying in the other one's apartment and john cena threw edge into the the sound and it was just it was it was awesome i i remember watching that it was great
0: yeah, yeah it, it's nice. actually a lot of fun. When you get into it and there's good storylines, it's actually kind of fun to watch. But then whenever they start really doing everything completely wrong, then it gets boring and repetitive and stupid. No, that makes now, sense. Are
2: you, how optimistic are you about this new this new league?
0: I'm actually super optimistic about it. Hmm. And like the, You don't think the it's going to be I'm, like
2: an AAF, and NFL kind of scenario? Yeah, yeah.
0: I I hope not. Uh, they have like this. So the good news behind behind it is they have a billionaire who's behind it right now, that's funding it. So he's—I'm pretty sure he's actually richer than Vince McMahon, and he's based out of India. Hmm. And it's—I'm really hoping that it ends up being a good product because if it's a good product, then people will take their viewership to there. And if they have this pay-per-view, and it's it gets more than a million viewers, it's. You know that's already up in the numbers with Monday Night Raw and and SmackDown. So I, I, I'm hoping that they can do it. They've got some really big names, and if they can do it, then I think they'll find success. And I think WWE and AEW can live and coincide with each other and be kind of a competitive edge to each other.
2: Did you already say that Chris Jericho is part of it? Because that's awesome.
0: Yeah, Chris Jericho. Uh, actually, when his contract was let up with WWE, he didn't re-sign with WWE and went to AEW.
1: That's super interesting. Yeah. That's really good for them. Yeah.
0: Well, he he's always been very much about the independency in anyway. He loves like independent wrestling and all the different factions and stuff like that. But he's he's arguably one of the best wrestlers of all time. So it's it's really good for them, like you said. It's it's a really big addition to their program. Mm-hmm. That's awesome.
2: I remember my favorite uh, time in WWE wasn't even the pay per views. It was whenever they had like the drafts for people to change like what show they would be yeah. on.
0: And that's where they went wrong this year. They didn't have that. They had a super. They called it the Superstar Shakeup, but like it was so run terribly. Like there was no yeah. there was no new superstars called up or surprise people it was just the same people pretty much stayed on and then they they bumped over lower card people rather than the high up well-known people Hmm. interesting
1: that is interesting um before we start guys Bargo, are you okay i
2: believe i am okay what happened what happened i was dying literally we were (laughs) talking about kickball oh here we go again oh boy i'm swallowing it we're talking about kickball (laughs) And I was like, yeah, I'm so excited for kickball. And I, I felt it coming up. And I was like, please go to someone else. Please go to someone I said, else. I said about the
1: catcher, like, giving signs for the pitcher and all that. And then nothing. And nothing. I'm like, was that not funny? Oh, no. Oh, no. Uh,
2: it it was funny. I was laughing and coughing.
1: <laughs> and then he broke in. I'm I'm dying. I'm like, oh, that's right. I'm He's dying. sick. I forgot.
2: <laughs> I forgot. All what about right. you, Spike? What's new?
1: Um, Can't skip you. They I never skip you. Forgot. Yeah. Yeah. You never skip me. Wow. <laughs> this, is, this is crazy. So similar to you, I'm in a golf league that is starting out, um, what late Ooh. May. So a couple weeks from now, and it's super cool. Cause it's, it's not one of those things where, you know, you have to go on a Monday night from, you know, you tee off at four, you know, and, and, and that's it. You literally, it goes for a week and you can go whenever you and your partner have time in the schedule for an entire week. Oh, that's and awesome. If, yeah. So it goes based off your schedule. So, you know, all week long you have, and then say the deadline, say it starts Monday. Say the deadline is, you know, Sunday night, you just turn your scores in and that's it. Um, so it's super cool, super flexible. I'm excited about it. Um, and it's just a, and obviously I work there so I can play for free too. So it's, it doesn't cost me anything and I can do it once per week. It gets me out there. Um, and you know, for me working at a golf course, like it's just, it's good for me to play golf. You know, it, it makes me more, um, more educated so i can answer more questions and mm-hmm. you know i do i want to do i want to continue working at a golf course whatever the next job i get is probably not but golf is one of those sports that's it, it's just good to know about you know what i mean like mm-hmm. definitely people a lot
2: of good networking with with, with golf yeah that's what um, i was gonna say is yeah. not i don't want to say golf's the rich man's sports and to paint a negative light yeah, but it kind of is though. It, it definitely is, and there's there's a lot of a lot of money that can sink into that. But if you don't know like how, if you can't like play golf at a basic level, I feel like you're almost like capped off at how far you can go up in in a company because I feel like every CEO, every CIO, they all have to be good at golf, and you have to go meet your clients and vendors all out on the golf course. Like, yep,
1: no, that's what they do. It's you know they they meet with each other they all have like the same golf course etiquette where you're dressed up and you have the best cigars and you know, it's, I don't know. I, d- does it mean a ton to me? No, but I, I should probably be at least decent. So this is definitely a way that once a week I can kind of get out there, play with the guy that I like. And I don't know, it'll be fun. It'll be fun. It's it's mm-hmm. doesn't cost me anything. It's not like I'm super invested in it, but it's a, I'm just glad to get out there.
2: I was going to ask you if, uh, if it was anyone we knew as the, as your partner, No, it's a, it's a guy that I work with. I actually golfed with Mm. him today. Um,
1: yeah. In the rain, it was, it was amazing. It was awesome. Oh
2: yeah. Today was a very miserable day. This week, this weekend in general, my back really hurt and you guys are going to make fun of me. You know, I talked earlier about working the special Olympics. Yeah. So no joke. While I was at the special Olympics, my back like got super stiff and it was like spasming and everything. So I get back from that and I'm like limping real bad. And Tommy's like, what's wrong? And I'm like, my, I hurt my back at the Special Olympics. And you know, of course, what he was trying to get after. <laughs> like, like, yeah. oh, you got hurt at the Special Olympics? Yeah, like, I get but, you. But yeah, I think it's, I don't know if you guys have ever heard that the weather messes with people. Like, if you ever have, like, fillings in your teeth or, yeah. like, your back's messed up, there's there's a reason. I forget what that reason is, but my back was real screwed up this weekend because the weather was so bad. We're
1: definitely not old but we're old enough that we are starting to get those aches and pains. Like, hey, no, no, your back mm. is hurting. My back, like, has been hurt before. And when we were preparing for Brock's wedding, we were, um, we were like, tying the napkins, making them look nice.
0: I and saw we did those that-
1: pictures. Yeah, we did that for, like, 20, probably for about a half hour. And afterwards, I stood up in my back. Just- I-, I had to just, like, lay down on a flat surface.
2: Mm. It was like so you were carrying it- Orndorff on the pong table.
1: Well, I mean, hey, you know what they say. Shout out to <laughs> Isaac Orndorff and He's Josh He's not going to like that. Yeah. I hope Kutz no, listens to that. I hope he remembers that. But uh, he'll forever <laughs> remember that. Spike Seltzer carrying Isaac Orndorff in Pong. Water <laughs> Pong, of course, for anybody who's of listening. Of course, yeah. Water Pong. Yeah, we don't drink. Yeah. Exactly. That's
0: no. Brew Roots. <laughs>
1: yeah, Brew we 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 don't drink. All right, guys. So before we dive into our music, gifted lives, just a friendly reminder that if you would like what you hear, we'd appreciate if you would subscribe on any one of our podcast platforms and leave a review with what you like, positive or negative, as I always say, we appreciate anything. Right now, it looks like as though that you, uh, sorry, not YouTube, iTunes is uh, the one that's popping, but we're also live on YouTube, Spotify, Google Play, Spreaker, etc. If you have any ideas for future content, topics... Anything you want to ask us, do that. And what I've been saying is that if you have something that you want us to talk about and you don't let us know, and we don't talk about it, we're not really mind readers. So that's sort of your sorry for blaming you. But do that. (laughs) We want to talk about what you guys want us to talk about. Um, But yeah, follow us on Twitter, Instagram at vacant house pc. Again at vacant house pc. Review, subscribe, whatever it may be. We would really appreciate it. So thank you. Yeah. (laughs) Thank
0: you. Spike, you're so impressive. -hmm. What do you mean? Just your natural ability to really get words out. Mm -hmm. Absolutely,
1: you guys are so sweet. Thank you. You're a good driver, Spike. Oh, you're yeah. I'm a good driver, but you're a great driver. No. All right. So (laughs) you're just gonna ignore
0: me saying, "Do you want to make out?"
1: (laughs) 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 So, as I said before, we're gonna be talking about music today, guys. But we're gonna be just. Diving in a little bit deeper to music, not just you know who our favorite artists are or what our favorite genres are, but really music in itself. So my first question is nice, Bargo. My first (laughs) (coughs) I'm dying.
2: (laughs) That's good. No, I can't cut it out because you guys acknowledged it. (laughs) I couldn't hit the button fast (laughs) enough. Good
1: lord. All right, guys. My first question is, and you guys are in charge of how deep we want to take this, but what is it about music that makes it so important and really how long, like how it's been around for so long? Um, What is it, you know, when you're watching a movie that if something were to happen, if someone were to die, you might get a little bit emotional, but that violin and piano playing in the background is really what gets, gets you into it. You don't really notice it but that's that's really what kind of sets you off. What is it about music that really gets to us? What is it about music that maybe you love? Do you love emotional music? Do you love music with good lyrics or do you just like music that you can play in your car and you can just kind of headbang to?
0: <laughs> so my my favorite thing about music is that whenever I can put in here like earphones whenever some asshole is beside me coughing all the time. Oh, oh, I agree. I agree. <laughs> Man. No. Uh I think what makes music so important isn't necessarily that it's just a great sound, but that it brings people together and people bond with music every single day. And they talk about their favorite artists or the new songs that came out. Um, and it's been around for so long, obviously, because I think it because of that. And people always—it's that group mentality and the pack thinking—the the idea that everyone has something to relate to and has people that relate to the same things that they do. Um, And I think what also makes them just like kind of looking at it at concerts. Now people that can't even hear are going to concerts because they have people there that are signing music. Yeah. That's, that's incredible that people, people want to go to a, a concert that they can't even hear themselves, but it's, it's just the bonding experience you have with your friends and other people around you at concerts and just even uh, there's like dance parties where it's all headphones and it's silence in the room, but people all have the headphones on they're listening to the same song and they're dancing. And it's, it's pretty incredible. And music I don't think will ever die because of that. So
1: speaking of kind of like the history music, that's one of those, This is one of those examples where you think of like when it started. So like you ever, you know, you hear the example of like whoever thought that you should take this white thing that came out of a chicken's butt and and cook it up and eat it. And that's an egg. You know what I mean? It's one of those things where I wish I would have been around for the first time that somebody made a noise and it was more than just a noise. It was a noise that like resonated with them. You know what I mean?
0: So just to, just out of my general knowledge, I know that music originated from storytelling. So the way in the old days the way people a- had entertainment was through people would come to town and they would sit down and tell stories but within those stories they'd make sound effects or okay. certain certain sounds so the these stories being told would have these sound effects or they'd be beating on a stick or something like that to to really give an effect during the story so this st- music comes from storytelling and it it just grew from there
1: so i can i could understand um, like kind of like the drums almost. You know, you hit two rocks of each other or you hit this, you hit that. I I think I, w- I would want to see how like, something like a harp. So like, you know, a harp's been around for a long time. It's, you know, it's biblical. So it's been around for at least a couple thousand of years. I just wish I would have been there for the first time that someone decided to kind of tie together, I'm guessing string back then or whatever it was and kind of pluck at it and and, and there you go. I don't know, it, it, it's super fascinating to me how, how far we've come with music, but I wish I would have been there for those stories, just to kind of see like the evolution of, of how it's, you know, come in today.
0: Yeah. Agreed. Uh, yeah. <laughs>
2: I'm trying not to talk because I know I'm gonna start coughing. <laughs> but yeah, no, I completely agree. I think it's interesting too to look back at at people like that and how much how little they had to work with and like how they didn't know. Like think about how someone decided that like I almost coughed again that, <laughs> that like what a music note is and, and what different yeah. frequencies were and, and how that became like people were just so gifted and are able to innovate like and be forward-thinking with all that stuff that is and, wild
1: and how and how um because at some point people would have had to have decided that you know your voice doesn't go with this noise you know what I mean like I'm sure mm-hmm. at first they were hitting sticks or whatever and someone was making chants and that sounded good. Right but then after flavor. a while right they were like, flavor. "Wait, you don't you don't have the you don't have the voice for this." You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah.
0: It's Yeah, I know I know that the, I wish I knew the name for the the exact term for the traveling storytellers and I learned it in uh, like media analysis or message analysis at Juniata, but these People would come, literally, they would come to town and people from all over the town, the whole town would come and and sit around a fire and listen to these guys speak and tell stories and they'd be like, there was a ghost that rose from the ground and then they'd like tap on the wood to make a sound effect and it would just, just that knowing that music originated just from those kinds of sounds and people being adventurous and I guess, having a, a grander idea of what they wanted to tell, like it, having ideas to tell their story more efficiently by using sound effects and things like that.
1: No, definitely. Um, so so kind of the first question, I, I guess I already asked my first question, but kind of a question I wanted to ask you guys is, why, how, do I, how do I word this? Well, first of all, tell me you guys' favorite genres and, and, and why you listen to that. But first, okay, okay, here we go. Before you tell me that, okay. what kind of, like, why do you like music, Argo? What, okay. do you like music that is lyrical? Do you like music that is just noisy? Like, what What music gets you? Not really genres, but just kind of, you know what I mean?
2: Mm-hmm. Yeah, so I think it's all situational for me. Now, obviously, kind of like you painted earlier, like, if, if there's a very sad scene at the end of the movie, you don't want to hear to the fire and flames. Yeah. Right. Yeah. But but in the morning when I'm waking up, I want to hear to the fire and flames so because I want to be like I want to feel energized. I want to feel like this get after it kind of feeling. And, and it's really there's so many different ways you can take it and different people get motivated by different things. But for me, I mostly listen to like R&B, hip hop, and I've been on a huge country kick lately. And I think part of the reason I've been listening to a lot of country music is because it reminds me of home. But it's also, like, this real, like, simplicity thing. Like, I've been listening to a lot of Black and a lot of John Bellion. Uh, a lot of, like, more, not heavy rap, but heavier than I'm used to. Yeah. Um. And I, I've i just been listening a lot lately to country because you hear every word. You kind of absorb what they're saying. Um. I don't know. I kind of go on these rotations. I think I like, whenever I listen to country music, I like feeling exactly, um, what they're trying to portray to you. So like if there, if there's like, uh, I don't know, country roads or something, you're kind of picturing like driving down 655 in Belleville, they have that yeah. one stop light now, you know, like just cruising. Right. Uh, but if I'm listening to Eminem and he's talking about shooting people up on the streets, I can't really relate to that, Yeah, but it's good. And it's like that good thug music driving down downtown Pittsburgh, I don't so know. what what all means very
1: situational? What means more to you?
2: The beat, the music, or the lyrics itself? Again, I keep I don't want to keep deferring it, but I feel like it it all depends. okay, yeah, like no, I get that. for like for John Bellion's music, for example, I listen to a lot of John Bellion. His lyrics are important, but I mostly listen to him for like the beats and the tempos yeah. and the different kinds of styles of music that he throws out there. For Logic, I think a lot of what I like about Logic is all his songs have, like, a meaning behind them. And you can listen to the lyrics and feel and understand, like, that perspective he's trying to preach. And then, like, country music is kind of just painting you a picture. And it, you just kind of – you can take any environment, any moment you're in, and you can sit back and feel like you're out on the riverboat. Or, like, uh, what's the song, Toes in the Water?
1: Uh, oh, Toes by Zach Brown, Zach Brown. Yeah,
2: like, like a song like that, like, it makes you feel like you're at the beach.
1: Yeah, no, absolutely, and,
2: and that's not like a you. You could be sitting at PennDOT, turning the sign with your headphones on, and you can have that. It it just gives you this relaxing feeling that you can't really get from like just envisioning it in your mind. Like music is just so powerful for that because it can change your mood. It can change like how you feel, where you feel like you're at. It's just this big, powerful. It does. Like, I mean, you could be mass. you could be in the best mood ever, but you could play a sad
1: country song, and all of a sudden you mm-hmm. would. Mm-hmm, absolutely. You know what I mean. It would completely mm-hmm. change it. But hey, Hayden, what about you? What about music? What music do you like more? Not really genre wise, but do you like lyrical? Do you like beat? A little bit of both. What What in a good song kind of gets to you?
0: I <laughs> man, like, what's the most just important? So Obviously, they music. go
1: together. Like uh, you know what I mean. But what's what's most important to you?
0: I I think the meaning behind it yeah so the lyrics i think the lyrics are most important to me uh but then again like bargo said it depends on what kind of music i'm listening to if if i'm listening to rap music like you said like eminem could be talking about that type of stuff and it doesn't really relate to me but it's like super gets me amped up and i'm ready to go no but yeah, yeah. but but then like uh i'll listen just for example i i listen to a lot of brothers osborne who put out great country music and they came out with a song called, I don't remember me before you. And it's just this super awesome song. And you think it's about being in a relationship where you don't understand yourself, but then at the end it's like, Oh, I don't remember me before you because you changed my life. And it's like Mm. certain, certain stuff like that because at the, at the end of the course, they just say, I don't remember me. And then at the very last course they say, I don't remember me before you. And then it's like, Whoa. Like, oh, that makes sense now. yeah it, it It's kind of like a puzzle. You have to figure out the meaning, but it's, it's one of the most fun puzzles you can think of.
1: I definitely, I mean, like I said, obviously beats and lyrics go together. That's what music is. But if I had to pick one, it would definitely be lyrics for me. So as you guys know, I love to sing. And I don't really listen to music that I don't know the words or I can't really understand what they're saying. So I'm not a huge hip-hop guy. Um in fact, I'm a very white hip hop guy. <laughs> in that, that I mean, I like Eminem, I like Logic, I like NF, I like G-Eazy, mm-hmm. and I'm not trying to like sound bad here, but it's just like I kind of like them because you you can really understand what they're saying. Not that I really, not that I really understand what they're saying because I don't connect with it, but I can at least hear what they're saying and I can kind of mimic it in a way. But I don't really listen to hip hop. I, I I don't know. I like music that. I don't know. I like music that not really that I can connect with, but that I that I understand. So I like I like uh classic rock for example because classic rock in my example in my opinion is what modern country is now. So if you listen to moder- if you listen Arguable. to modern country, if you miss in if you listen to modern country right now and you talk to like some of the old folks, it isn't country right now. It's, it's, it's kind of like sixties, seventies rock almost. Uh, if you, if, if you really listen to sixties and seventies and compare it to now, it's very comparable.
0: Yeah, I, I, I don't know. I, I, guess I haven't listened to much sixties or seventies to really have an opinion on. It, but I, I believe you. I believe that. And and thinking about it, if you listen to some Beatles music, it, and you you can compare it to certain like groups. It, hmm, now you got me thinking <laughs> like
1: if you listen to the eagles for example you okay. you could easily place them today but you could easily place some of the modern country then okay. but the country from like the 60s it, it would it would sound so much different if someone released like a 60s country song today is my point do
0: you have any particular song that you think about whenever you say that the eagles are the country of today you know what i mean
1: like i i I mean any one of their songs like take it easy for example which is probably their most famous song just sounds like to me something that would be be sung today by any not really like a jason aldean or anybody like that but yeah
0: see i the problem with older songs like that is they took it at such a slower pace you know what i mean the rhythm wasn't as fast as some country and other music today. It's kind of like very. I I don't know how to explain. it. I'm just like snapping with my thumb. It's just like, dun, 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 you know. I, I don't I don't know how to explain it. <laughs> I I don't know the musical term for it. But I think like today's country is more relatable. I I don't know. I <laughs> I I just am not a big classic. We're not rock musically guy. inclined. I get yeah. I wish i I knew all the terms for it, but the, yeah i don't I just don't see the comparison
1: <laughs> well if you okay, if you look at the instruments that country used back then, it was pretty yeah. so for so older people when they when they think of what country was when they were kids, it was like banjo, you know fiddle um acoustic guitar, not a lot of electric guitar and stuff like that, you know what I mean, not a lot of like huge drum solos or anything like that. Okay, I got a song for you that would be a what would be a classic rock song. Brothers Osborne. Some of their guitar solos would definitely pass off yeah, as a classic rock. Yeah, okay.
0: Song. Yeah, I understand what you're saying. That's what
1: I, that's where I'm coming from. Okay. Is that classic rock is kind of like modern country and they're kind of intertwined right now in my opinion. Yeah. Okay. Which is why I like, which is why they're both my favorite genres. Yeah.
0: Okay. I see, I see that comparison of Because you're absolutely right. When John Osborne rips a guitar solo, it's disgusting in a good way.
1: (laughs) Yeah, absolutely. So here's a question for you guys. And I don't know if you guys do this. I do it, though. Do you guys ever listen to music and you can kind of remember where and when you heard a song? Because it kind of like intertwines with a memory.
0: Uh, Do I got got one? Yeah, go ahead. Go go ahead, Aiden. I think you're going to say the same one. I think
1: we're all three going to say the same thing.
2: Barga.
0: Lady Annabellum.
2: Shut up. Good Lord. Is that not what you guys were going to say? No. No. We- I was going to say, remember, okay, <laughs> Lady Antebellum. uh, what was that one song? <laughs> you know, know what I'm talking about. A, it was just a kiss. Just a kiss, yeah. That, that's what I thought we were all going to say. But you're no. going to say, uh, hey, brother, aren't you? Yes, we're going to say, hey, brother. <laughs> are you kidding me? <laughs> do you remember that? I remember that specific moment, though. I that- do, too. Yeah, right? Yeah. No, I, I remember that, but... Yeah, I hey, think, hey, anytime I hear brother, I think of you guys, and I think of going down the cabin roads and heading down to Poe Valley. There are
1: so many songs that <laughs> I just shouldn't even remember where I was and what I was doing, but I do.
2: Give me some examples.
1: That's, that's the thing, though. This is one of those examples where, like, you can't talk about stories when, like you say, talk about stories, but they just kind of mm. randomly pop up. Mm. Um, I remember listening to several... Songs, at least, so like a lot of Maroon 5 songs. I just remember my brother playing for me in our like kind of like our sunroom almost. We had like our home computer in there and he would be downloading songs and he'd be like, Hey, Spike, come in here. And it'd be mostly Maroon 5 songs.
2: I Uh, hope your brother was downloading those legally. He wasn't not. (laughs) Okay, that's good.
0: (laughs) I there's one song that always makes me go back in a time warp of memory and it's whenever I hear Candy Shop by 50 Cent.
1: Good lord. (laughs) do you remember that song song? (laughs) so yeah exactly anytime
0: i hear that song i think about the first time i i was taking a little bit of a road trip with my cousin b she was probably oh my only in her early 20s at the time and i was probably six or seven and she looked at me and said don't tell your mom i'm letting you listen to this music and she just puts on candy shop by 50 cent and i remember any time I think of it, I just it puts me right back in that in that seat right beside her and she's I just see her telling me, don't tell your parents about this <laughs> like, so
2: I remember <clears throat> I was at Jess Wagner's birthday party <laughs> and <laughs> I heard uh the Toby Keith red, white, and blue
0: yeah, yeah
2: I don't know why I remember that, but <laughs> I, no, I remember that song just, played like, and small. I was like, like oh yeah. I remember "Hot and
1: Cold" by Katy Perry being played at our seventh grade dance. Like I just, yeah. I just remember certain and Soldier songs, "Soldier Boy." Like I remember, um, what was it? "Starships" by Nicki Minaj was mm-hmm. the first song that played when I was down in Florida with Baudruf, Harpster, and Freiberger. Like mm-hmm. I just, I don't know. And it's amazing how just like the if you take music down to its core, it's amazing how just these noises that people are making with either their their mouth or you know, solid instruments or whatever like that. It's amazing how these sounds can literally be tied to a memory that we have.
2: You know what I mean? I, I can't believe that when you, when you first said this question, I was looking it over. I was thinking like, I can't think of a single time. And now it's just this constant, like, I have, I have a bucket full of different times. So give like, me some, give us some. Okay. Seventh grade, Mr. How's bio class. We always listened to super bass. Me, Chelsea, Minaj. Taylor, Maddie, yeah. Jordan treester, um, that was a good one. And I just had another one. Oh, but yeah, like, it's just, this, it's, it's crazy to me how like outside of like, Hey brother and, and a few other things, like you can really just take a song and you just remember like not only the mood, not only the moment you're in, but the mood it put you in and what was yep. like important about that song, like situationally. Okay. Uh, going into, I was on my overnight at Juniata. And I was with uh, two of the football guys that we were staying in their room. And they were explaining to me, like, it was obviously my first time, like, going to a college. And you obviously have high expectations. Like, you guys know how it is going into college. Like, everyone, you're thinking, like, oh, everyone's going to go crazy. Everyone's going to drink. It's it's sex everywhere. Like, all this. It's just, like, these these crazy expectations of what college actually is. And overnight, no, overnight, overnight, you're trying to, like, inflate and bring out, like, you're trying to paint your college in the best of light while also making it realistic uh, to a tee. And I remember Mo Slinger took me up to a dance room in East, and I don't know if it's perception or what, but literally I think every single room that we walked by in East that night had a huge party. Like, it was just, East seemed like the craziest place ever. In freshman year and sophomore year, I felt like it was. Probably too much for Hayden's liking, sophomore year, because he had to <laughs> manage it and all. But Refer back to
0: episode...
2: <laughs> Pet, Pet Peeves episode, right? Or no? Yeah, I think so. Whatever it was. Um, but I remember we walked into um, one of the rooms, and it was Bedrock playing. You know Bedrock? I could make you a Bedrock. Rock. Yeah, that was planned. And I was dancing with this girl and I'm like, college is awesome. <laughs> <laughs> like just, just moments like that, that, that make you think like, why?
1: No, speaking How? of Juniata, like I remember um, the first time that I heard this song, Holy by Florida Georgia Line, we were in a room like at Juniata, just everybody there. And it was, just, I don't know. It was just. I remember we were all having a great time all of us were smiling all of a sudden that song came on i never heard that song and in fact i didn't even find out what that song was until the next day but that Mm. stayed in my head for like a week straight and i still remember exactly where i heard that in fact every single time that song comes on that's the first that's the first thing that i think of
2: okay well talk about a song that now has changed like your thought process on everything when thunderstruck comes on now what do you think
1: <laughs> yeah, that's a good point. Drink, <laughs> drink, drink, drink. I I drink, chug a bunch of want? water. I chug a bunch mm-hmm. of water,
2: and I become very hydrated. Mm-hmm. There was this song. Yeah. Uh, I want to say it was a Mac Miller song. Uh, I I I love College. Is that Mac Miller or no? Who was that's
1: that? Asher Roth, I thought.
2: Asher Roth. Yeah, that song is one of those that anytime it plays, like, it, it's the same type of mentality that like uh, that Bedrock got me. It's like College is yeah. awesome. Colt <laughs> cold so cool. Forty Five. <laughs> I mm-hmm. will always remember that as like our Babe
1: Ruth song. So anytime we had a road trip, um, we would all meet up at the Belleville baseball fields and we'd all kind of carpool with all of our coaches. And that'd be like the last song that we listened to before we played.
2: Anytime I hear Linkin Park, I think now of uh, of Blue Rock, because I used to play that over the speakers for when Hayden and them would go up to bat. <laughs>
1: That's
2: awesome.
0: Wait, what was that?
2: <laughs> and any Linkin Park song. Yeah. <laughs> especially in the end. That song was played like every single time. I don't know if yeah, I think there were like two or three people on your baseball team that walked up to that song. <laughs> <laughs> just the oh, same, no, no. just
1: in the end, just keeps playing on loop.
2: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's it's the three, four, and five hitters <laughs> just all walking up to the yeah. same song. My,
0: I forget my walk up song. It was like "Stop the Rock." It was just, "Stop the Rock." Do you remember that? Yes, I did remember I don't that. Know. I think that's what it was. Yeah, I think I walked up to that.
2: <laughs> oh man. Yeah, that, that's, it's taking me down memory lane. I'll, I'll tell you how much of a loser
1: I was. I remember, like, purposely playing the same song at the very same time, at the very same place, every day before school. So that when this one chorus would go off, I'd be walking in front of everybody in the cafeteria. And I just felt like I just felt like the king because like this chorus was just going heavy. I'm like, Mm. I'm like walking with a strut, you know, I'm walking back to Mr. Kyle's office, you know, like, oh, I'm buddy,
2: buddy with the gym teacher. I don't know. (laughs) I I was such a loser back then. That's how I used to be for all the football games. I had three particular songs. I'd play one whenever I'd get off the bus. Yeah, I'd play one as we're going by the college. But when we get off the bus and then one for pregame field time, And then we'd play Dreams and Nightmares, uh, at least my senior year before we all left the locker room. And it was, uh, yeah, it really gets you in the mood, and you know exactly what you're looking for. That's why I have like three different alarms. I wake up to, one is to the Fire and Flames, which is like my, hey, if you snooze two alarms, you need to get up. So it's we're like playing a, through yeah, the Fire and Flames, fun. and then one is the, uh, you guys know what Marimba music is? It's like the default, like iTunes, like the, uh, oh, I think I do. Yeah, it's like that. Okay, I know what you mean. So, so there's a Nintendo Wii. Marimba remix, that's like my second tier. Where it's like, <laughs> 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 and then I have the Grey's Anatomy theme song. That's oh my gosh, Fargo. Depre- like that. I feel like that would be depressing. depressing. No, that's a. Oh that's like goodness. a slowly wake up kind of thing. It's like a peaceful... really soft. It's a peaceful wake up. Bargo. And then if you don't wake up. We get progressively worse until you're in the fire and flames.
0: Bugga, let's do Christmas gifts this year, and I'm gonna get you that new alarm clock that you have to stand up on. Oh, there we go.
2: Off. Oh gosh, I don't know if I need. I don't know if I want that. <laughs> <laughs> do you remember Craig in college had the? Uh,
0: oh I ended up God. getting it too, the but he had this.
2: The sonic boom is what it was. Yeah.
0: Bam, 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 bam. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So,
2: so it would do the, like the loud, obnoxious beeping. And then it would do like four or five of those. And then it would have this, this thingy wrapped around the headrest that vibrated. So that's exactly what you'd hear. And you'd hear it at like 6 a.m. in the morning for our workouts. And it'd be like, dun, dun.
0: <laughs>
2: And it was the most obnoxious thing ever. And I had that too. And Aldo would get so mad at me sophomore year. I stopped doing you, it after sophomore year.
0: so many times. Dude, I,
2: and snoozing that is the worst thing ever because that wakes up everyone around you regardless. So if I have – and it was nice whenever we all had workouts and stuff because we all got up around the same time. Yeah. But I had this bad habit of wanting to wake – and I still kind of have it where if I go to bed at like 1130 or like 12 or something, I'm going to be like, well, I need to be up by 8. But it would be awesome if I was up by 645 so I can get breakfast and I can – get loosened up and everything, so I'll set my alarm for six forty five and then I'll snooze it and then I'll have one for seven and I'll snooze it and it, by that point, like Aldo's already awake because of that even though he didn't want to be awake until seven fifteen kind of deal and I feel like that's the worst thing whenever you get woken up before you actually need to be woken up or yeah. want to be woken up that's like that's like number one pet peeve honestly so but I was uh, a dick taking
1: it back to music quick. Oh, I, yeah. I
2: guess we were talking about that. <laughs> I had
1: a uh, I, 13-year-old year of Babe Ruth. I had three songs that literally I would listen to before each game, before each practice. And one of them, like, you can understand why I would listen to it. And it was um, Lose Yourself by Eminem. So, obviously.
2: One.
1: But my mm-hmm. other two, I don't even know why I listened to these. <laughs> one was I'm Yours by Jason Mraz. <sighs> and the other one was My Life Would Suck Without You by Kelly Clarkson. <laughs> Like, why would I listen to those before a game?
0: Spike, you're so freaking weird, man.
1: <laughs> so I'm I'm like standing out
2: there in shortstop or pitching whatever like that. I'd be like,
1: my life would suck without. Oh, my God.
2: <laughs> <laughs> that's a quite the selection. That's a wild. Oh, that's extra, man. honestly. But <laughs> that's Hayden, Hayden, Hayden is so disappointed with me right now.
0: I don't even know what to say anymore. <laughs> it shouldn't shock you. It doesn't, but it's just like, how do you even? Uh, <laughs> ah. oh, There's no know enthusiasm it, behind those songs whatsoever.
1: Oh, you can make enthusiasm. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> All right.
0: I guess so if you think of baseball as a dance, then I guess.
1: It, it really is a dance. It's a beautiful dance. Um, I wanted to ask you guys this. What... What one genre do you absolutely despise? Like when it comes on, just no. So mm. for for instance, there's a lot of people out there who hate country, who just when right. a country comes on, they're like no. For me, okay, I, I guess I'll start out. Any type of screamo, turn it off. I cannot. I I no screamo. I just I can't do it.
0: I can I deal disagree. with screamo. I can deal with screamo.
2: So here's my my thing with screamo. I don't like screamo music, but at every Wednesday was karaoke night at memories in Huntington. And there was one guy that was known <laughs> as screamo guy. Oh boy. And he would come up. So it's karaoke. You go up and, and you like submit whatever you want to sing. And he would find his way to weasel in there like four or five times per night. And it'd be like your typical, like don't stop believing country or country roads, like yeah. everything that you would expect people to do. And then it'd be like, and here's Jim with, the devil cries home. <laughs> Good God. <laughs> and then of course you'd get people that are blackout drunk, like Bingham. Bingham'd be like, me and Jim got the next song. And then Bingham stands beside this guy as he's screaming. Like, <laughs> but yeah, I, I, I'm with you. I don't really like screamer music, but situationally like that kind of thing's funny. I don't like like polka music. Uh, <laughs> polka, I, think, I, I didn't think, even
1: think about that.
2: <laughs> polka I feel music. like polka. I feel like polka real easy. Like, uh, What's the one like the bagpipes? Like, there's a lot of things that you never really hear. And yes, there are genres, but you're not going on Spotify. Rarely, I guess, do people go on Spotify, I think, and listen to that kind of thing. You don't like bagpipes? I, I don't like bagpipes. Dude, those are awesome. So I had a buddy when I played Minecraft. His name was Bagpipe Hero. <laughs> and and I, I swear to God, to this day. He's really good at bagpipes, and we knew he liked bagpipes and was good at them because his name was Bagpipe Hero. I have him on Facebook. Dude wins like national bagpipe tournaments like every week. This guy is absolutely dirty with the bagpipes.
1: Wouldn't that just be depressing <laughs> if he wasn't good at bagpipe?
2: That that would be. It'd be like me being uh being like Baseball Hero fifty two. <laughs> like <laughs> doesn't really work. Um, oh, but yeah, I, I like jazz. Jazz is but good. I couldn't. But I couldn't listen to jazz all day. I, think I, I, love... can, I can listen to country all day. I can listen to hip hop all day. I can listen to like contemporary R and B all day. I but can jam to that, some of
1: those like yeah. big uh, like swing music and like songs that you hear like during the war times and all that. Like some of those songs
2: mm-hmm. are pretty cool. Oh yeah, well those songs are just designed to like make you dance, even though oh, yeah. you know, the world's burning
0: around you.
1: Yeah, absolutely.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Hayden, what about you? <laughs>
0: Probably, I don't know if this counts as a genre, uh, like a genre, but early '90s R&B,
1: like alternate like rock I... and stuff like that, like alternate stuff.
0: No R&B, like Just the... rhythm and oh, bass. Okay. Like, <laughs> I don't know any good examples, but would you almost one consider those... that like soul music? Yes, like my girl comes into the room. You know, it's like R. Kelly, like R. <laughs> Kelly kind of stuff. You know, you know what I mean. Like typical, like, like my girl comes home and and makes me dinner. Then I can take <laughs> her to the room. I want to know what song this is. Yeah, please. <laughs> Who sang this? <laughs> That's an original. Hayden Snook original. Hayden
1: Snook. Snaps by Snook.
0: Snaps by Snook original. Uh, wow. Yeah. So I I just that kind of stuff, or probably. Honestly, me, like metal, Metallica that kind of stuff. Man, Metallica really gets under my skin. Everyone thinks really Metallica. people love Metallica. Everyone's really? like, "Oh yeah, Metallica is so great." And anytime they come on, the only song I like by Metallica is like "Enter Sandman," and that's because Mariano Rivera ran out to it.
1: Yeah, and,
0: but like it. There's there's so many. It depends because there's music and country. Like Luke Bryan, Luke Bryan comes on, and I'm like, "F this! I'm I'm turning this mm. off." I, it,
1: it, I like Luke Bryan. I think
0: it depends yeah. on the artist. Why new do you Luke
1: Bryan Luke sucks? New Luke. I like
2: Luke sucks. Bryan a lot. Old Luke Bryan's are good. Oh, and, I like. I like. So I think country as a whole is like very formalized. Like everyone knows, like more often than not, when a country song comes out or a new country artist comes up, it all sounds fairly similar. Like that's why like Tequila by Dan, Dan and, che, and Dan and Shay, like that was like revolutionary for the past three or four years of country because it was something semi different. Um, but I don't know. I, I think I've kind of, I found the, the genre that's the worst out of all this. And you guys might agree. I don't know if you've thought about it, but what K-pop. Is it? What is K-pop? Yes. It's like co- Korean pop music. Oh, so like Gangnam
1: Style and all that?
2: Uh, yeah. Yes. Gangnam Style is K-pop. So if you don't know much about K-pop, K-pop traditionally like picture one direction, Okay, but it's, it's people in China or Korean, yeah, uh, South Korea, sorry. It's people in South Korea, and it's all groups like that. Ooh. And girls in, in South Korea, like, go crazy over this. But there are videos out there talking about, like, the rise. Like, this this is, like, the biggest thing ever. that direction, like, over, like, east or whatever. But they run these kids into the ground to the oh, point really? where they, like... It's like slavery. Yeah, they consistently faint on stage like they run them like show after show place after place holy crap. it's absolutely absurd so that's okay, something i would yeah. dig into that's, that's I'll, my I'll find, least I'll, favorite one then i'll find a video for you because there, yeah. there's one that i watched a while ago and it was like holy shit
0: <laughs> they spend like like over in south korea kids will choose they'll choose certain kids that have certain talents to go into k-pop and then mm. they make their life revolve around it completely, and it's just right. a disaster for those kids. That's they, crazy. they don't even get to have lives. Mm.
2: And like, at, at what point does does the fame? How how good is that if you can't really do anything with it? Like, if you're going show to show and you're singing and people are like yelling for you, but does that mean anything after 50 days of just being straight on tour, right? I don't know. You don't really have any time to like
0: push your clout (laughs) yeah and i'm so sick of that you know bts do you know i'm talking about Mm
2: -hmm. yeah
0: i'm so sick of like everyone is such a stan of bts and i'm like shut up like Mm -hmm. who cares they're just a bunch of asians singing songs decently well they're not even that good it's just like they speak a different language and it has a good beat and girls are like oh my god my panties (laughs) yeah (laughs) i saw i saw a video Of
2: one of the guys from BTS throwing football in Chicago, it it made me like very much cringe. It was very sad.
0: And they all wear freaking makeup. Like take the makeup off. Yeah. Man, I'm heated now. Now
2: he's heated. He's heated. Hayden's hot take, episode one. (laughs) You got him going.
1: Oh boy. All right. So really (laughs) quick, guys. I did. This is gonna be our last topic of the night. Our last little discussion. But. I don't know about you guys. Maybe I don't listen to rap enough. But I feel like mumble rap has been mentioned a lot lately about how people don't like it, do like it, even in lyrics. So I know on uh, Eminem's newest uh, album, Kamikaze, he even mentioned it, mumble rapping, you know, how much he hates it. And I don't know. Maybe I don't listen to rap enough, so maybe it's been around for a while. But I wanted to get you guys' opinion on it, if if it really needs to be talked about that much or if it is
0: truly annoying. Okay, Bargo's having a coughing fit. <laughs> I was like, again, this is happening. What, what am I saying wrong? So, I'm not exactly sure when mumble rap started. It might have been around three years ago. So, okay, so I, I looked it up. 20, 2016, Wiz Khalifa uh, coined the term mumble rap. Yeah, and it was it was in rec, like uh, it was to address Gucci Mane, Chief Keef, and Future. So mumble rap is like, if you listen to Migos, I do not. It, mm-hmm. Like, like hey, or who who uh, was at it, broads, in my, yeah, who is, who is broads in Atlanta? Uh, yeah, who was who was in Atlanta? Uh Fattywop. Yeah, like they they mumble with their words and, but I think the no, that, point,
2: that's designer. That's Panda.
0: Yeah, you're right. You're right. That is yeah. Panda.
2: Panda. Panda. Panda.
0: Yeah. So I think the reasoning behind the mumble rap phenomenon is because it takes people that don't necessarily need talent and they put their good production teams behind them and they make really good beats. And that's catchy because you have this, those key words within the song that you do here, but that goes with the, like the beat and it starts to catch on. And that's why like Panda caught on because it's just the only word you can really understand. The whole song is Panda, 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 you know? And, I think it just catches on and same with like little pump and, and uh, however, if you would ask other people, they'd say that these are some of the greatest artists of our time. And, you know, it, it's just really all an opinion. Yeah. And if you really look into the lyrics of their songs, it's really interesting because there are actual lyrics behind it. You just don't understand them in the actual song.
1: That's kind of similar to Screamo, in my opinion, is that a lot of Screamo, like you have no idea what they're saying. But then if you actually look at the lyrics, it's like, oh, OK, they are saying something. Yeah,
2: it's so it's I really like mumble rap.
1: I cannot stand it.
2: So some people that have been named mumble rappers. Boogie with a hoodie. Love Boogie Love with a hoodie. Love it. Designer. Not so much. Dram. Eh. Fetty Fetty Wap. He was cool like four years ago, but like he, I don't want to say he pioneered it because I definitely don't think he did, but a lot of what his, I completely understand where you're coming from, Spike, where the people get crazy, go crazy about the artist, but it's not the artist that makes the song. Yeah. So all these people get this, all this fame and hype, but it's the editing. That's really like what you would call that form of art. And that's really what, what makes that song what, what you enjoy and what you like to listen to, um, Louis Evert, I listen to him a lot, I like that, I, I see, like, the whole Migos argument, because Migos is, like, they're all about, like, the ad-libbing, and I like that, but you can't, if you don't absolutely love that, Migos get really old, because it's just so present in all their songs, and they, I don't want to say they overdo it, because, again, it's really dependent on what you like, but, it it's too much for me. Post Malone's considered a, a mumble rapper. Is he really? Mm-hmm. He's on this list. So again. See, not, I, I don't know if I don't think I, I agree with that.
0: Yeah. I, I don't I, think I he do either, but you look what he says.
2: Yeah. So based on what this what I, I was looking up with mumble rap, they also call it like SoundCloud Rap. To where yeah, huh, so huh. a lot of people on a lot of people on SoundCloud are pushing the mumbo rap, mumble rap, because that's what's popular. I think that's why that became like a term. So, but go ahead, go um, ahead. Okay. Um, I don't know. I don't think, based on the rest of this list, I would I would agree that Post Malone probably doesn't belong here. But I could see the argument that he would be, because a lot of his music is completely based on like rhythm beat. So I guess it's really how you define mumble rap, because if it's if you're taking that that stance that I was saying about earlier, where like anyone on this list is is someone that you could throw in anyone that kind of like says words and has a great beat and people love them. Like John Bellion, I guess, could also be on this list because it's all about like his his rhythm and how he's like manipulating everything and he's doing different sounds. And but yeah, I don't know. That's tough.
1: I'll tell you what, Um, you guys should look up mumble rap on Urban Dictionary. It's it's pretty funny to read here, like, everybody's description of what mumble rap is. This one person's like, um, and if anybody gets offended by this, I'm sorry, but a form of music that sounds like a stroke victim trying to deliver a speech. It is incomprehensible and illogical. And then he said, here are some, like, characteristics that it includes. One, the rapper's stage name starts with Lil, and then parentheses Lil Wayne, Lil Pump. Lil Uzi Vert, Lil Yachty, etc. Lyrics are about sex, money, drugs, and fame with no originality. And then you you know you scroll down a little bit, and it's like number one, you cannot understand what the f they are saying. You can to some degree, but there's but you are still concerned about their intelligence and or speech com- or capabilities. So it's it's kind of the same thing where I think people are saying the same thing you guys are, where the beat is kind of more what you guys are listening to. Correct?
0: Yeah, yeah
2: for sure. So my favorite definition on Urban Dictionary that I'm looking at, it says mumble rap some dumb shit <laughs> yeah <laughs> here's what you hear in mumble rap mm, hey 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 money money lil something <laughs> and the dude that little wrote Paul. this the dude that wrote this his comment or his uh his name is black 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 two zero 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 you know, he's putting some quality cards without an Urban Dictionary. So they, they put an example of mumble rap, like a little bit of
1: a, a chord here. And mm. I don't know if you guys ever listened to Le'Veon Bell, but this literally sounds like him. So the, the first line is, Bitch, I'm Hello Rich. A. So after every every single line, they're like, A. You know, that doesn't yeah. that sound like pretty much what some rappers do. If you listen to Le'Veon Bell, it's literally every single uh line that he ends with. A.
0: Spike, did mm. you just say the B word?
1: I did. Well, I read it, though. Whoa. I know. Whoa. Well, we're getting our okay, E for the so day. So I,
2: I see why Post Malone would be considered a, a mumble rapper, though. Because, like, Psycho, like, he never really hits, like... It's very monotone in Psycho. You know what I mean? So, Epic yeah. going Psych. And that's why I it's, like, that's it's what easy it for people to say. Like it's
1: Okay, just so mon- I can... I think I think it's... Yeah, I think people have different opinions on that. Yeah, because I understand go. I don't understand half the words he's saying probably, I guess, but the chorus for the most part I do.
2: Yeah, okay, here we go. Although the name implies mumbling, many rappers who have been named or have been labeled mumble rappers, uh are in, in use where the term is used as a pejorative to rappers that put little emphasis on lyricism and and like tone. Yeah. So like it's just very like monotone kinda kinda deal, I guess. I don't know. It It's definitely – it's something that, that someone just said and it became a thing. So I get why there's not like a, a strict definition or anything. Yeah, because but...
1: it, it definitely isn't new. You know, me yeah. not understanding what rappers are saying definitely isn't new. I just think <laughs> that the coined reference is new.
2: Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean Travis Scott's on this list too. And, and people go crazy about Travis Scott.
1: Oh, yeah, his yeah. Astroworld stuff mm-hmm. people were going nuts for.
2: Yeah, he was in Pittsburgh not long ago. And, and a lot of people got tickets, and they were very expensive.
1: Oh, I bet. But, I bet. Yeah. You guys have anything uh, else you'd like to add about our musical abilities and talents and whatnot and knowledge? Nope. Good to go? I do not. All right. So we're going to wrap this one up then, everybody. So once again, thank you so much for listening. And if you made it this far, please subscribe and leave us a review on your preferred uh, podcast. Pod, 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 podcast
0: <laughs> it's like you're so good
1: at using words <coughs> and no more. <laughs> Uh, a review on your preferred podcast platform. We need to change that. That that uh, alliteration there is really <laughs> bothering me.
2: Oh, um, good word.
0: Yeah, wow, very you. nice worse use of your vocabulary. It's almost thank like you've you. downloaded a word of the day app. Speaking of word of the day, today the word of the day.
1: <laughs> good lord! All right, but yeah, seriously. Yeah, no, yeah. Let's give it give it to us.
0: <laughs> About r- ruddy, ruddy. R u t t y? No. R U D D Y. Whoa. And it means to have mean? a healthy Whoa. red color in the face.
1: Okay. Interesting. There we go. Thank you, Hayden. Yeah, thank you for that. But, anyways. You're welcome. Check us out on all social media Instagram, Facebook, Twitter, uh, Instagram, and Twitter. It's at Vacant House PC again, at Vacant House PC. Subscribe, follow us, leave us a comment, review again send us some topics. If you guys want us to talk about anything, we'll be glad to do it. We love you guys. Thank you very much. And until next time, keep your thoughts alive.